Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Tim Kalpakis. Happy New Year! And Mike Hanford. Happy New Year. Mike! And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. You guys see how I flipped it on you this time? Flipped the script. Yeah. I thought I, had, I thought I had a lot of time to sit back while Mike says, yo! Mike, were you sad because you weren't first? No, I'm sad because I just realized I didn't fulfill last year's uh, New Year's resolution. Oh no. oh, no. What was it? To meet... <laughs> to meet Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I'm kidding. I met him. We had a great time. We had a great chat. <laughs> he was... The whole time, he's like, did I look good on my... Uh, that documentary? You look fine, Mike. You're the <laughs> best, dude. We love you, dude. We love you, dude. Happy New Year to all. And to all a good... 2021. We like you best when you dunk. <laughs> yeah. Not when you sit around looking at your iPad while you're being interviewed. We like you when you sink a three. <laughs> yeah, we, but we, we like you better when, when you, you three-peat. <laughs> I cut you off, Jeff. You just cut me out of that. No, no. See, the best thing is we can chop it up so it looks like we just did it perfectly. We all get our jokes in. Yeah, yeah, great. Because we're all so funny. Even me. Oh, no. Poindexter. I have been working on the perfect joke formula all year. Oh, no. I'll let you know when I finally have my results. <laughs> all of 2021? Yes. <laughs> hey, Tim, you got some booze news? What's going on? I do. Got some booze news. And uh, this, you know, when you're watching the news and they have like um, an entertainment segment, it's like, you know, Fox 5 mm -hmm. on the aisle and they do a movie review or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's fucking awesome. I know. That's what I was thinking. I've got like kind of like a booze news at the multiplex little featurette, Whoa. which is that on our little side Patreon show, we often talk about films and we have watched a few touchstone films from the 80s and 90s. And we noticed a lot of product placement. Literally touchstone pictures. Yes. Yes. Lots yeah. of touchstone pictures had Miller products mm -hmm. and beyond touchstone because it was in Lebowski uh, on this pod. It was on uh, in uh Cocktail. Cocktail. It was in Coyote Ugly. Coyote Ugly, and it was a specific beer that caught our eye that they were drinking. MGD Miller Genuine Draft. Uh -huh. Look it up. Sometimes light, sometimes 
uh, High Life, but very often MGD. So uh, me being a little uh, investigative journalist, I went out and bagoosh, look what I'm drinking hey. right here. Wow. Oh, boy. Look at that. He puts his money where his mouth is. It's a clear bottle. It's a black and gold label. And it says Miller Genuine Draft, cold filtered beer, fresh draft taste. Did you get it on bid for it on eBay or something? Where'd you come across that thing? I bid for it at the counter of Bevmo. <laughs> I'll take it at the price on the label. It's sold. And I got to say, it's delicious. It tastes, it's, good. Uh, good. It's, it's, all, it's almost exactly like High Life, but there's not that one that one little High Life-y flavor that is distinct to High Life. Ooh. This is just a nice average, but I don't know. I don't understand what's draft about it. I thought it was going to be flat or something. It's not we should flat. We should have done a, like a taste test with all the different Millers. We should, we should still do that. <laughs> we should still do that. Jeez, it doesn't even need to be on the podcast. It could be in the comfort of our own homes. <laughs> Let's do it later tonight in the middle of the night. Yeah. Out at a bar, a crowded bar. Um, <laughs> you know what? That, that bottle looks like, I just look at that bottle and I have an association with it being like, a bunch of empty ones in the woods near yeah, my house. Yeah, I was going to say, it reminds <laughs> like me... The, I don't know why. It reminds me of like uh, when you just see a bunch of smashed glass on the sidewalk and the only thing <laughs> holding it together is like the the <laughs> remaining label. Yeah, yeah. But the black, the black and gold does it. I don't know why. I usually have a stack of those black and gold labels in my pocket and I'll walk around the streets of Los Angeles <laughs> and I, I see some glass. It could be a, you know, a windshield mm-hmm. or it could be a bl- broken cup but I'll still stick that little black sticker on there just to keep all the glass close together so that the, the trash person can come around and say, yes, all right, it's all right here. Thank you, Tim. Um, I'll bend over once. I'll pick it up yes. once. That's that. As my dad would always say, I've only got so many bends in my knee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I noticed uh, I've been watching Cobra Kai. <gasps> oh. You know, uh, the guy in that show drinks Coors Banquet. I love Coors Banquet. Tim, you're going to love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Now, does he drink the, the yellow, yellow can, can or the, the little stout banquet bottle? The little stout banquet bottle. Oh, classic. I think banquet, uh, Coors Banquet was the first beers I ever like had a full one of. A full know, one? A full, a fully. <laughs> and they were warm and they were scummy. <laughs> yeah, because that's how you drink them when you first find beers. <laughs> Isn't that weird, though, how much uh, the silver bullet has edged out the, the flagship Coors? Yeah, and why is that? What's the diff- What's silver bullet all about? Is that light? It's just light. They're not tapping the Rockies for the normal Coors. Oh, can you uh, oh, not yeah. buy Coors Light? It's just Coors Silver. Oh, no, it's Coors Light, Silver Bullet. It's okay. Coors Light. Gotcha, gotcha. But the Coors Banquet is on sale everywhere, But and I buy them. I love them, but I don't really see them as much as I see those. Silver Bullets are a classic beach drink. I feel like that's in every cooler in, in the on the sand. The Coors, the Coors <laughs> um, Banquet, uh, like 22 ounce or whatever. Is so funny because there's like a big, a big yellow log that's in the uh, beer aisle. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy this log and pop it open. Hopefully, there's not just wood and termites inside. <laughs> well, that's all the booze news I have. Wrap it up and let's get down to business. Yeah, no booze news for me over here. I pretty pretty uneventful in the news for me on this side. Well, hey. Let me let me uh, let me set a little scenario for you guys. I want to, oh. you know, you can you can close your eyes if you want. You don't have to. It might help. Okay. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We're so we're Ooh. outside here, and it's the three of us here at this on this patio. This is very nice. It's a Ooh, glorious hey. day. Hmm? Nothing. Just me enjoying the atmosphere. Yes. Great. Okay. It's a. <laughs> 
Like I was saying, it's a glorious day back here at our favorite brunch restaurant, Thicket. Oh, it's so <laughs> hip. It's so hip here. Look at this. Look at the patio. Look at the furniture here. This is all reclaimed wood. It's straight out of Williamsburg. It's oh, great. look at this. The uh, the jam and toast is uh, forty two fifty. Well, it's very good, and it's actually and it's actually organic. Oh, they twisted up my napkin into a big old swan. Hey, and nobody's complaining. We do this every Sunday. It's always the same, and it's fantastic. Oh, 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 wait. Hold on, guys. Here comes our waiter. Hi, Alvin. Hey. <laughs> My friend, you know us, uh, me and Tim and Jeff. Hey, yeah, we're the sloppy boys. These are, the, you know, I'm always telling you about these guys. <laughs> Even though we come here all the time. Uh, yeah, 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 we're ready to order. Hey, hey, guys, would you mind if I order for the table? I've uh, yeah. oh, please. got something up my sleeve. So let's start uh, with the asparagus, tomato, goat cheese frittata. <laughs> I think that would oh, be good. Mm. Let's do the avocado toast with poached eggs. Not too runny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sweet potato muffins for the table. Obs. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast enchilada casserole. I think you guys, we, we love that. Yeah, Let's yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, we skipped out on last time. We have to get the creamy blueberry baked French toast. Have to, have to. <laughs> and um, let's see. Uh, to drink, why don't we eschew the coffee for now and just go with three mimosas. <laughs> That's right. It's mimosa time, baby, here on the Sloppy Boys pod. Oh, my God. Mike, you are so cool. Did you? Well, hey, come on. You guys are cool, too. Did you really feel like you were back at Thicket? I did. I did. I felt underdressed. I was looking around and saying, oh, uh, should I be wearing, I don't know, the Khakis? finest <laughs> the finest khaki? Well, it is the the who's who of Cincinnati, Ohio. Ooh. I can't oh. believe I wore sweatshorts to thicken. <laughs> Duds! <laughs> sweatshorts. Yes, but yes. sometimes, you know, the most expensive sweatshorts uh, are the, kind of the fanciest power move. Oh, yeah. All. These were supreme, by the way. Oh, well, oh. well. Hello. <laughs> I take it back. Um, it's Mimosa Day. It's the, it's the drink of brunch. We all know it. We all love it. It's the, probably the simplest thing we've had so far. I'm talking two and a half ounces of fresh orange juice, two and a half ounces of Prosecco. Pour the orange juice into a flute glass and gently pour the sparkling wine. Stir gently. Garnish with an or orange twist if you want. This is also known as a Buck's Fizz. Buck's Fizz. You ever heard that? Oh, no, we all never. call it mimosa. If I, heard, if I ever heard anybody call it a Buck's Fizz... I'd say, uh, you can't sit with us at Thicket. If I heard someone say it's a Bucks Fizz, I'd say, oh, then you must know that it was invented in 1921 at Bucks Club in London for the simple reason the gentleman had an excuse to drink before lunch, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, uh -huh. you do understand uh -huh. You that, do. Right? I mean, that's why you're calling it a Bucks Fizz. Uh, what they probably don't know is that a Bucks Fizz was originally more champagne. Hmm. But then the... Mimosa, 1925, Ritz Hotel, Paris, Frank Miner invented the mimosa, equal parts, wine and juice. Poof. So question for you guys. I'll be the, I'll be the, I'll play the dummy here. Please, please. Now our recipe calls for Prosecco. Yes. I, I got champagne. Am I wrong? What's, what's the relation here? You know, I should have looked this I've up. I've got no idea. I've never known. There's Brute. There's Prosecco. They're all sparkling white wine. Champagne is the famous one. I saw at the liquor store where I got this. 
They had Corbell, a couple different Corbells. Hey, that's right? what I got. I got Corbell too. Yeah, it's because it's like <laughs> available everywhere. There's Corbell. But there's like a spectrum of the Corbell California Champagne Selector. Mm-hmm. All of them laid out left to right. I had my eye on the one that said extra dry. Oh, Jefferson. Ooh. And then I look at the spectrum, extra dry is right smack in the middle. <laughs> extra what? dry is in the middle? Yeah, I expected because the the spectrum is drier on the left, sweeter on the right, and I said, "Oh, extra dry is right where I want it." It's right in the middle. <laughs> well, so then, did they keep? If you keep going down, is it like um, a chicken wing restaurant where they say like, "So dry, you'll suck your anus <laughs> up your Sahara poof. Desert past the Ooh, water, please." Sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> This'll dry out your ass for a year. Since we all got Corbell, uh, wait, what did you guys get? I got Corbell California Champagne Extra Dry. I wanted to try the Coca-Cola of champagnes because I don't drink a lot of champagne. And you know, the weird thing is I feel like I, when I do, it's always fancy champagne because if I have it, it's like Mm -hmm. somebody's like, hey, I got a bottle of Moet or I got a bottle of Vouv. And and I'm like, yeah, give me some of that. Bottle of Vouv. And every once in a while, it's like a present, you know, if, if you get like a a bottle of, of Dom from like a, uh, you know, your boss or something like that. Then you're <laughs> yeah. like, I got bottle of Dom. I think almost all of the champagne I've had in my life has been fancy stuff that I can't even afford. So I was excited to buy a $12 bottle of normal stuff. Me too. I, Mike, the you, cor- uh, I don't know. It's not in the room with me right now. I think it was just a dry thing. I, I forget. Well, should I read it left to right? The dryness? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, this is from dry to sweet. The first one is natural, which crazy looking. Then there's brute made with organically grown grapes. Then there's Chardonnay, normal brute, extra dry right in the middle. I seem to think mine was brute. Is there a Corbell brute? Yeah, there sure is. I think I, I think it's the brute one. Brute is a brute little. Uh, uh, I feel like a little misnamed, huh? That 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 one of the sweeter wines is called brute. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm not a big. Champagne fan, my damn self. And then heading into the sweet territory, we've got Blanc de Noir, (laughs) Brut Rosé, Sweet Cuvée, and Sweet Rosé. This all seems uh, French to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all French to me. (laughs) Ah, I, uh, yeah, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big champagne fan. I do like saying Champagnola, though. But no, I'm not a champagne. I think it gives me a headache. That might be... Um, I think uh, I think it gives me a headache, It's probably too. why people like it really dry instead of the sweet stuff. Um, hey. Have you guys ever had champango? No. No. Champagne and a mango? Champango. Golden Road makes these tall, slim cans of mango champagne. I mean, maybe it's beer, but it's like champagne-y. And it's pretty delicious. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't drink a lot of champagne. If I do, it's like New Year's Eve. Somebody else bought the bottle. And then with mimosas, this recipe is interesting because I feel like I, I normally wouldn't want half of it to be yeah. OJ, right? I, I usually put a little... We ordered some uh, uh, champagne kind of uh, recently after when we got the election results. We said, hey, let's celebrate. Uh-huh. Ordered some champagne. And I made mimosas the one little eyedropper of OJ. I, I didn't I didn't want to dump too much OJ in there. I, I like these one-to-one uh, uh, in these uh, one-to-one uh, recipes though. Yeah. Easy. It's good so for easy. us math whizzes. Yeah. If you want to <laughs> double it for two people, easy. See, here's what I'll do. I'm going to make one 
according to the IBA. But then, right on my desk, right next to it, I'm going to have the OJ and have the champagne, and I'm going to jack it up. Jay's way. You sneaky fuck. (laughs) Jay's way. Jay's way. Man, maybe I'll do mine Jay's way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing it IBA way. Everybody, get your stuff and then do it Jay's way, meaning (laughs) your own way. I got, wait, do you guys have little bottles or full-ass bottles? I had to buy a big fucking bottle of Corbett. I got a little one. I got a big bottle and there's no saving that in your fridge. So I have to drink a whole bottle. I know, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I have to. You know how you keep the bubbles in? I don't know why this works. You put a spoon, the the handle end of a, a metal spoon in down the, the barrel of it. Huh? I don't know how it works, but it keeps the bubbles bubbly. Mike, that could be... Some serious booze news quality sleuthing. Check it out. I mean, that's something to really look at. My uh, my girlfriend does that, and she says it works. That's kind of a life hack home remedy thing. That's right. You just reminded me what I have. Um, Jessica has some fun wine paraphernalia, and so what I'm going to use is I've got this big marble um, bottle holder thing that sits in the fridge all the time, so it's real cold, and you I'm gonna, you put the bottle in that, then. I've got this metal rod in my freezer that goes down the middle of the champagne and it's got a built, it's like a tube with a spout on the top so I can keep my Corbell just the temperature <laughs> that I like it. Ooh. Nice. Ice cold. Do you remember the Corbell commercial that's like, um, they had an ad campaign when we were kids that was like, if it's not Corbell, it's not champagne. So there was like a, an ad where there was a, a man and a woman on a couch and they're, they look kind of rich and they're making out. <laughs> and then he takes off her high heel shoe and he pours some champagne, <laughs> champagne into it. And he takes a sip and he spits it out and he goes, it's not Corbell. <laughs> <laughs> I love when, when Cheever brands put themselves in a loftier position and just like claim that it's <laughs> the best yeah, yeah. thing. That's just a lie. It's just false advertising to be like, so this rich guy will spit out something that's not, Corbell, the, 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 the cheaper. I bet he didn't get any hanky panky. Oh no, that dude. You know he's got blue bulls to this day. <laughs> to this day, that actor. But maybe we'll love Corbell. Maybe we're being hard on Corbell. I I think it's like why like I don't know the difference of anything. It's like when people tell me like different IPAs have IPAs have hops and stuff. Sure, but Whatever. when you have the goods, have you had have you had Dom Perignon? It's like fucking delicious. Uh, yes, I've had Dom Perignon. And when I drink that, I am like, oh, I get it. I'm not gonna ever buy it, but I do. I get poured it. it in my shoe and I drank it. I spit it out. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> disgusting. I, I I just come from a long hike. Hey, have you guys heard of Corksicle? No. Really? Oh, wait a second. Was that a boozy ice cream we talked about on here once? No, no, no. This is, (laughs) they do like a bunch of booze related stuff. My circular, my big circular ice cube trays are from Corksicle. Oh, those are cool. But the main thing that they started with was their flagship product, the Corksicle. Mm -hmm. And it looks like an icicle with a cork on top that you put into wine to keep it cold. And you can also like pour through the spout. It's not like actual ice. It's like a freezer bag type thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a nice big cold spike going down your wine. Interesting. And you can still pour through it. That's awesome. Very good idea. I love all these gadgets and gizmos. (laughs) Have you seen, have you seen those uh, ice cubes that are just like steel, they're like metal? Yeah, you put like a steel or like a rock. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I don't have a need for those. I, I like when my cubes melt and make my drink better. I feel like the, those those hard ones are for maybe people who are really picky about scotch or something. Probably. And it's like, yeah, because if they melt, then they'll 
Does it ah, work? There you go. This is why we're lucky to be such three bozos. We don't have to worry about that stuff. Because <laughs> otherwise you got uh, them smacking your teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't like, like that. Like an Irish car bomb. You, you can't have heavy objects, <laughs> heavy objects in your cups. Three bozos who don't like champagne and like beer more. Every time I take a sip of a drink, uh, my rock cubes start rolling and uh, I feel a shaking ground like it's a avalanche coming at me. I say, oh, look out below. <laughs> You're like Indiana Jones running from those ice cubes. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a slush puppy or two where I am all done with the syrup part and the oh, yeah. like, tip it back and all the slush uh, ice falls in my face. Uh, it's not fun. You try and clap it just so to yep. just coax out just enough and then you <laughs> end up getting a nose full of crushed ice. Ew. That's right. Um, well, this was an easy one to make. Should we? Oh, do you want to hear any more history on this thing? Hey, let me tell you about this. It was a, it was in the the royal the royals in London were uh, drinking mimosas and were drinking them as a pre dinner drink. Oh, um, okay. So the 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 royals had it. So I using context clues there, I can figure out that that Lord did not have any mimosas because she'll right. never be royals, basically. Right. Exactly. Yes. Okay. She will not ever do that. Uh, she will probably just stay with her uh, Bloody Marys. Because I'll never drink mimosas. <laughs> mimosas. <laughs> I'll just have water. <laughs> and a side of avocado toast here at Thicket. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a week ago. Whoopsie. Uh, hey, how about, uh, are we, you got, hey, ooh, are we still hung over from the party in last oh, night? Wow. Oh, wow. I've got a throbber. This mimosa will be a nice uh, hair of the dog. H-O the D, as they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, this will be a right. H-O the D. All right, let's get into <laughs> That's it. That's huh? just about enough of that. <laughs> 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 once we get to H of the D, it's time to take a little yeah, break. Once the ratings Ooh. are plummeting, uh, we got to get out of here. See ya, fellow mixologists. We'll be right back, and when we will... We'll, <laughs> we'll be right back, and when we will be right back... <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back, and when we are back, we'll be drinking those mimosas. Perfect. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you got, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So, folks... Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Hey folks, we're back. Mimosas in hand. A brunchy brunchy. Time for lunchy. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Bottoms up. Boom. Bo- bottom. Hey, are these mimosas bottomless? <laughs> I mean, yours and mine are because we have a whole bottle of champagne. To <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I've hit the bottom. <laughs> okay, sips away. Sips away. Ooh. Yeah, yeah baby. It is what it is. It's. It zings you. It gets there. I here, I should have said when I said I didn't like champagne. I also don't really like mimosas. It's just something. Well, but I, you love orange juice. I love orange juice. I drink it all the time. It's one of my two favorite drinks. But I just don't like it. I don't like the combo, and I do not like the scratchy throat feeling it gives me. Um, it's funny because it's like a weird thing where this drink I would never just like. Just make and just have it. I do love brunch. I love the idea of like waking up really late on a Sunday. I don't love like the East Side brunch scene. Sure. But I do love the idea of eating a ton of food and getting drunk at noon. Um, it's just kind of funny because the the Bloody Mary is like one of my all time favorites. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to reach for this instead. Well, before it was funny before the uh, mimosa showed up at the brunch table. It was, yeah, Bloody Marys were popular. 
and then also uh, banana daiquiris and even double martinis. <laughs> Ugh, like, double martinis. Drinking a double martini in the morning. You Very popular amongst shaky hand alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Give me the special. But uh, I also I like the idea of a banana daiquiri. Yeah, that sounds great. Because it's, yeah, it's like a smoothie. Not me. Gross. <laughs> Duds. There's just. Oh, I think you're gross. Mike, I can't believe you badmouthed the mimosa right out the gate like that. Well, what do you want me to say? I love this thing. Every sip is a delight to my tongue and teeth. Yes. And the hell no. Oh, yes. If it, would it kill you? I want you to bow at the altar of mimosa. <laughs> I guess I gave my, I gave my, you know, my feeling of it, but I just don't like it. I mean, I understand the, it's too juicy. I get that. I just, I just dumped a bunch more Corbell in here. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't be like, oh, it scratches my throat and be like, but I'll have a big salty Bloody Mary, please. I can say whatever I would damn well please about my own throat. <laughs> you can't, Michael, it's inconsistent. <laughs> Mike, he's got you here. You can't. You've been owned by facts and logic. I just, <laughs> I wouldn't be the first time. I, uh, when we uh, post this episode, it should, it should say, uh, Jeff owns Mike. Yes, facts <laughs> and logic were involved. <laughs> That's the name. Uh, yeah, this is not, uh, it's not something I would like given the choice, I would always get something else. Like what? What are you doing? What's, what are the other, Hey, we all love bloodies and yeah. we all drink bloodies. What are the other brunchy? We don't have banana daiquiris and we don't have double. Mar- mar- so I would go, I would go with the, uh, I would go with the, um, a beer. Yeah. Beer. Or even like a screwdriver. I would like better than this. Oh, how about a tequila sunrise? Exactly. Ooh. Now we're talking. Hey, I had a tequila. Well, not a, technically a tequila sunrise. The other night, I mixed up. I had some pineapple juice left over. Nice. And I said, hey, I'm going to put a little tequila in there, a little grenadine. Hey. Mm. With pineapple. Oh, you should see if that's a thing. And if not, claim it as your own. I bet you. I bet you it's something. A dut and dip. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um. Have you guys ever had a thinking of brunch drinks? Have you ever had a Cur Royale? K I R? I think it's no. Cur. Um, I've only ever had it at the Langham Hotel. They do a fancy brunch there, and it's, it's the only thing on the menu that I didn't recognize. So, I'm like, oh, the Cur Royale. And it's, Jeff, remember when you told us the history of the Tequila Sunrise, the original mm-hmm. uh, Arizona version of it from the 30s had yeah. creme de cassis. Yes. Ooh which was like a black currant liqueur. Oh. I just Googled <laughs> Cur Royale, and it's champagne and creme de cassis. Ooh. And it's very good. It's like, instead of being orange juicy, it's like a mimosa, but it's uh, pink and, you know, uh, it tastes like a black currant. It's very elegant, and they drop a little raspberry in there, and I just thought that that was so divine. Sinfully delectable. <laughs> hey, what's a Paloma. Grapefruit, right? Tequila with grapefruit soda. So like the easy one is squirt. Cuervo and squirt. (laughs) Cuervo and squirt. (laughs) I think Paloma sounds a little better than (laughs) Cuervo and squirt. squirt. I I drink enough uh, uh, Cuervo makes me squirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Well, so, you know, I've been, uh, I sort of sucked out the energy with my negative vibes on this drink. You guys, how (laughs) how you feel about your sips over there? It's a whole context thing. It feels weird. Uh, we're recording this uh, podcast in the PM hours, 
it's kind of strange to have this uh, now because I just, it's part of a brunchy Bacchanal. I think I'd like it if I had a bunch of bacon and Benedict's. <laughs> I, I'm picturing you down in the... Yeah, yeah. In the, give me some eggs over here. Where's my hand job? <laughs> over, in, over in Silver Lake, Los Feliz, Tim is out there, shirt unbuttoned or off, grease from all the bacon all over his chest. <laughs> hey, how about you pour that mimosa on my crotch, will you? <laughs> I like the bird. It did feel weird to to go half and half. I, I feel like um, as I'm going to try to drink this whole bottle of Corbell tonight, and I think that I'm going <laughs> to just put a little splash of orange juice on the top. I think you could do it. <laughs> this isn't going to bode well for the blowout. <laughs> oh, no. We're Are recording we... a Patreon right after this, and it's going to be sloppy. That's what's fun about the Patreons. If it, they, get, they get a little loose. They get fun. Yeah. Frankly, this show sucks. Okay. Also, I should subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, get over to the Patreon, folks. I'm starting to think both shows suck. Hey, 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 hey wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, that just a second here. It's my top. It's my top podcast of 2020. Oh, really? That's, <laughs> That's right. What an honor. Heard every episode. Mine. I did a re-listen uh, of Serial season one. You're a Koenig crazy. Okay, as I, I'm in, I'm finishing off my first one, and now I'm just gonna, before I totally finish, I'm gonna top it off with Corbell. He's doing it Jay's way. This is going to be Jay's way. <laughs> oh, so you're more of a you're more of a um, you're looking at more of a uh, what do I want? Are you a little more more of a Bucks fizz happening over there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As I Google, what was that? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't searching for any of that written down anywhere. See, this is bad. The Bucks fizz. <laughs> That's what you see. This this just looks like cloudy, slightly yellow. Yeah. And it tastes more like orangina. Oh, Jeff, you don't have a oh, Tim and I got the 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 champagne flutes here. What do you got, Jeff? Just a yeah, juice glass. I'm drinking out of a an old can. Okay. <laughs> a rusty. No, I'm bean drinking. Can. Uh, I got a stemless little guy here. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it looks like I a stemless stems. wine glass. Yeah, I don't do stems. Yeah, stemless. I don't like the stems myself, but uh, you gotta have them. What about stem cell research? A kind of an ethical dilemma. I like stems. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I I like stems on my. Posies, and that's about it. <laughs> hey, look at this. I got my bottle of Corbell in this frozen Ooh. marble. What would you call this? Cylinder. Cylinder? Looks <laughs> yeah. like petrified wood over there. Yeah. Don't you dare make a joke. <laughs> oh, I want so neither, badly neither to. Neither of you. Neither no, of you, you can't. Sick. Don't. Here's what pisses me off. I know that Jessica's somewhere. She's not home, but I know that she has like this cold steel pole that goes into the bottle and has a spout on top and then I would have the whole collection but I couldn't fucking find it right now and that shit pisses me off because I'm never you know we own a thing and I'm never gonna use that this was my one big moment to show it off in my podcast to my two friends yeah and even we'd be the only person to see it and we'd be like okay no way your jaws would drop and you say Tim I always knew you were really something special to me and you're telling us that's cold he says it's cold. He said it's cold. Um, I'm gonna already amend how I feel about this drink. I love it now that it's now that it's nine parts champagne to one part juice. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna kick these back all night. No problem. Wait, nine parts champagne. I don't know what that's called. Um, do you want to know? But there's some there's some variations on the uh, mimosa. There's the grand mimosa with a t- which features a teaspoon of grand Marnier. The poinsettia, which substitutes orange juice for cranberry. The megamosa, ooh, which uses grapefruit juice in place of orange and is garnished with raspberries. Hmm. That's what makes it a... Nope, that's just megamosa. 
I, I <laughs> added the A. Yeah, I call like it Megamosa. Megamosa. Megamosa would be a cool brunch place that does it like uh, <laughs> to the max. That's like the chain brunch place that's kind of low end. <laughs> Megamosa. Yeah, and the Solil, which is uh, pineapple juice and champagne. I went to brunch here in New York before uh, quarantine, COVID and everything happened. I guess uh, the pandemic. I should just, I have such a tough time what? with saying quarantine, COVID, pandemic you guys, you're trying to you're trying to cover all of it quarantine yeah. uh the time i heard about quarantine being quarantined anyway we went to this place and i'm <laughs> i'm not gonna get the name right but it is something it's something like luke's pickle or something like that <laughs> <laughs> and it was the fucking they had the biggest portions of everything like every breakfast sandwich every piece of french toast was made out of that like thick What's that? Yeah, Texas toast. Yeah, Texas toast or brioche. It was like that. And everything was so much portion. There was so much crap on everything. And then it was also, they had like techno music playing at a loud <laughs> level. And everyone oh. had to like be yelling over each other. And it was one of those places where everyone was crammed. Like you, you shared a bench seat and a bench table with a bunch of people. After a while, I was just like, this is fucking nuts in here. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we played uh, in Chicago? Uh huh. And we yeah. we got in. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we went to that brunch early place. Saturday morning, and then just to get keyed into our Airbnb, we were like, "Well, there is a brunch place like down the street. We could like grab something to eat." And we got there, and the place was hopping. Mm-hmm. We barely got a seat, and we had like big bags with us, which always sucks when you Ugh. like go to go to a sit down <laughs> place and you have like big fucking bags. Suit- had, I had a suitcase and a base with me. Yeah, and then. It was just like blasting Crazy. trap music at like ten thirty in the morning, and we were drinking mimosas. Yeah, it was great. I think that there's a lot of people that that is their weekly scene is like that they <clears throat> roll out at a bed at like one p.m. on a Sunday or and just start getting tanked, man. But the loud music is so funny; you're just turning it into another club scene. Yeah, like I, the the loud music makes it like in the morning for me is just like oof, too much. It's crazy. I want to hate on the food of the brunch. I live in a very brunchy neighborhood and I don't take part in it too much. And the, I just am mad about the parking and all the cars and the, and the foots. But I will say as much as I don't think I'm ever excited about brunch food. Like when I finally went to squirrel, you know, and had mm-hmm. the ricotta toast, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> and and <laughs> like course. the grain and I order, I'm like, Oh, what's this? The grain bowl. Yeah, that'll be good. And it's <laughs> so good. Tim, I was the same way with the musical Hamilton. I went in there and I was like, <laughs> Oh, everyone's talking about Hamilton. It was good. It was good. It wasn't good. It was great. I don't like anything. Jeez. You don't like brunch or Hamilton? Never seen Hamilton. Never had brunch. Watch it on Disney Plus. Hey, you know you've seen you've seen the brunch special though on Portlandia with your boy uh, Mini Mike. Yeah, Amper, right? uh, <laughs> starring Mini Little Mike. Mini Mike was on the screen. Hi, doing a scene with Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels, it popped in. Hi, Lauren. We weren't in the same room at the same time, but editing made it happen. So you did the whole scene to a tennis ball on a string? <laughs> no, I did the scene just to uh, his desk. To and then an empty he, chair? <laughs> he did get the, yeah, to an empty chair. Or no, maybe somebody probably sat there. Then he got there and then did he, he I still stood in my spot, and I but didn't do my lines. <laughs> I just looked at him. He's like, why don't we do this with Hater? <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> well, sir, he's uh, very busy and uh, he's on your show and <laughs> doing something different. Let's have this nervous little weirdo do it. Okay. <laughs> hey, Mike, what did you say was the... I want to try one of these variations on mm. the mimosa. And I think I have almost all the juices you mentioned, but what was the one with Grand Marnier? I think I have some. That is just what we're doing now with um, 
a teaspoon of Grand Marnier. A float. Yeah. On t- so it's o- OJ and then also Grand Marnier? It, it just says, uh, which features a teaspoon. So I think it just adds to it. I'm going to yeah. do that. Um, it's called a Grand uh, Mimosa. So let's look that up. Because Grand Marnier is like orange cognac. And maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe I'll be a whole a Grand Mimosa guy from now on. It'll be my whole Could you do it right here on the pod today? Tim, do it now or forever hold your peace. What if, I think I'm going to change my Instagram handle to like um, Grand Mimosa Man. And on Twitter, like you can find me at, at Grand Mimosa Guy sixty nine because you're because you're about to have your first one. Yeah, Grand Mimosa Man. I'm really looking for an identity. Yeah, just do do what you were doing the the way you like to make a mimosa and then add a tablespoon of Grand Marnier. A plop on top. Man, I have such New Year's associations with champagne. Like I only ever have it on New Year's. Yeah, I remember several years ago, Mike. Yes, when we were when we were at our cool mature adult apartment uh-huh. and uh you were not in town for new year's i believe well but where was i i don't know but i wish you were because we had just done a ucb new year's party oh and i had stayed up so late uh-huh. and i think i i was djing and so were some other people uh-huh. but i i brought the equipment so i had to stay till the very fucking end yep i packed up all my shit and then up front People were like, hey, we're going to so-and-so's for like a little after party. And I said, great, very cool. I'm going to go to that. And I'm not going to drive. I'm going to be responsible. <laughs> I'm going to hop in an Uber. Uh-huh. So I go to this other party. I don't stay very long because it's already late. And then I finally get back to my place and I realize that I left my keys with the valet <laughs> at UCB. <sighs> so it's New Year's Eve yeah. at about three in the morning, four in the morning. And I am carrying my fucking... DJ shit. And I go. I went up the back stairwell because it's the only door I could get into, and I was in a suit and blazer, and I slept on my back <laughs> until <laughs> until six in the morning when Coffee Bean opened, and I just like miserably walked over and got a coffee. I remember that story. That and sucks. waited for and I waited for the valet at UCB Sunset to open up. It was the worst beginning to any year. <laughs> I was like. It's all downhill from here. I, well, I remember, I feel like that year was all pretty much that for you, for you all the way through, right? <laughs> yeah, sleeping in weird spots. You never spots. did get your key back. Never got my keys. No, I do believe I was uh, ringing in the, the new year with Fish, the band Fish at Madison Square oh, Garden that year. Yes, Ooh. Trey, of course. Uh, with his yeah. apartment keys in hand. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody, <laughs> look what I've got. Yeah. You'll get yeah. back in tonight. You know, it's a, a wacky uh, uh, brunch drink. Uh, did I tell you guys about the bull shot that I made? Bull shot? B-U-L-L. Bull shot. Bull. I was watching Caddyshack and uh, Rodney Dangerfield says, hey, can I have a bull shot? And I said, what's that? And I, I looked it up and it is vodka and beef broth. Oh, oh I've heard of that. It's like a Bloody Mary, but instead of tomato, beef bouillon. Oof. Um, I would try that. And it, it sounds insane, but I we should do that on the pod, dude. Yeah, I would try and a that. squeeze a lemon. Um, we should try. It. I, I I did it and guilty it, as charged. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Legal has to clear that. I cleared it. I got them right here. Yeah. They say it's all vetted. Have fun. <laughs> um, to me, it di- it didn't really a squeeze a lemon helped, but the bull shot didn't really like turn into its own cocktail. It just felt like beef soup that then also <laughs> had vodka in it, but. I don't know what recipe I was using, so if we've tracked down a real good one, we should do it on the pod. We got to fast track it. 
Next time we go off the list, let's do the bull shot. L- listen to this. If anyone out there has a good bull shot uh, recipe, let's go. I can't believe you guys are just ready to do that. For me, I'm like, well, let me look through my ledger and we'll talk it over and I'll, <laughs> I'll pray on it and see what the Lord tells me. Me, I'm, I'm like, oh man, I'll do it anytime. And then just, I hope you guys forget about it because I don't want to drink that. <laughs> You're sweating bullets. <laughs> Shit. So what a great new year this has become. Oh, Well, hey, look, uh, we've been talking a lot about the mimosa here, but uh, uh, if you don't mind, I wanted to... Just uh, uh, sidetrack us for a second with a little uh, topic change. Is that cool if we go Please. off the- <laughs> I welcome it. Yeah, that's fine by me, actually, Tim. Oh, thanks for signing off. Well, I just wanted to- Don't you- This pisses me off. Don't you guys hate it when you can't understand song lyrics and you, uh, you hear a song? Oh, yeah. I hate that oh, yeah. crap. Oh, I didn't mean to upset you guys. <laughs> well, no, well, now you've done it. Well, now you got to bring us back somehow. <laughs> Did you, uh, uh, you're okay with me continuing to talk yeah, about yeah, this? I'm just okay. a little pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to take my mind off the idea of not knowing song lyrics. Well, I, I, it really gets to me, especially, you know, I hear a song and I say, what, what are they saying right there? And it'll drive me mad. Hey, so Tim, I wanna, yeah. can, I, can I interrupt you? Sure. Mike's, Mike's got a famous one. What do you got? Two, actually. Oh, I think we talked about these on the podcast, but go ahead. I don't think we did. I think we talked about it in the Zoom room, but not on the podcast. Okay. Uh, put a ring on it by Beyonce. Yeah. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it. Right. There were two that Mike misheard that I love. And one of them is uh, hand on my hips, can on my lips. <laughs> and I was like, can on my lips? And you were like, yeah, a beer can. <laughs> a can on my lips. Like a beer can. A beer can, you dork. <laughs> like Beyonce's singing about drinking a Bud Light. I thought it was like, yeah, she's just kind of having a relaxed, doesn't have to impress anyone thing, so I'm just drinking a can of beer. Yeah, we, yeah. we should have That's her on I the thought. pod see if she has any d- booze news about the beers she likes. That would be great. And then... Same song. Uh, you thought it was tighter than my very own jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and what is? And what is? I always forget what it actually. Like her, her brand is like Darion or something. Yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> own my very own jeans that I bought myself. Tighter than ah, my well, you know the, the lyrics go by so quick, and you're moving around so quickly, dancing. You can't listen to anything. Um, I've seen you when that song comes on, and the one hand goes up, and the other hand is on the hip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can on my lip, hand on my hip. Well, I think the most famous, some of the most famous misheard lyrics are uh, Jimi Hendrix, "Excuse me, while I kiss this guy." Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like well, anyway, so here's a song. This is an artist. Look, this artist, I I don't approve of them as a person anymore. Uh, uh, but this song has always con- confused me, and I wanted to know what is being said here. I thought maybe my two friends could help me out if we played it right now. Give a good listen. That'd be great. Here we go. What did he, what? King of Pop. King of Pop, Michael Jackson, good music, bad man. I can't, it's gibberish. I don't know what mama. Mama say, mama sa. Mama sambusa. Maybe if we like listen, uh, uh, Jeff, was it possible to play it again? But if you, if you could enhance the track and then we could listen Ah. closely, maybe then. Uh, yeah, you have that type of hardware, right, Jeff? Yeah, sure. Okay. You just have to say um, with a re- in a really authoritative voice, enhance. Yeah. Okay. Enhance. Interesting. I'm getting on that playthrough. Michael say, Michael saw a mimosa, a mimosa. 
He kind of stresses a, m- a mimosa. Yeah. So w- because you, you're, it was enhanced, so you could kind of get a, a mimosa. Kind of. It was kind of there, yeah. Well, you know what would actually really help us, uh, uh, Jeff? What if you if you slowed down the tempo and then you isolated the vocal? That could help us. Yeah, sure. Let Do me you just, have that uh, type of hardware, Jeff? Let me just... Uh, yeah, he's got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, when Jeff's looking at the, you know, he's doing all that fast computing. He doesn't even see the numbers. He just sees brunette, blonde, redhead. <laughs> oh, good ref. Hey, I think I got it. Oh, play it, dude. Let's and and let's. I'm gonna listen closely. Yeah, me too. Michael said that he saw a mimosa. Wow. Michael said that he saw a mimosa. Michael said that he saw a mimosa. Michael said that he saw I purposely wanted to take a break from talking about mimosas. Oh so my much. god, it's everywhere you go. It's permeated I thought the culture. I wanted to change the topic for a second. God. Well, sorry, sorry, Tim, that your your evening is turning out this well, way. Well, this just sucks. I would been to think about this all week. Like, look, when I record with the boys, we're going to be probably too much talk about the cocktail. I should come up with something else to talk about. Yeah, oh. it then, figures that it comes back to bite you in the ass. Oh. Well, that that really, I hate that. I hate how that shook out. No, you know what's weird to me is that Michael is the one singing, mm-hmm. right? And he's saying Michael. Yeah, he's saying that he. Uh, said that he saw a mimosa. Well, he, I'm hearing Michael do a lot of he he he's at the moment, so this could this could be the background singers are the ones who oh, are saying this. That's interesting. Yeah. Right? That's interesting. And so that would make sense. I think what's pretty clear is what happened is probably right before the session began. They were in the studio. Probably Michael had come from brunch, and most likely the background singers asked Michael what he had seen on the tables at brunch, mm-hmm. and then Michael told him about a cocktail he'd seen, probably. Yeah, right. I, I'm thinking maybe one of the backup uh, singers didn't understand, or it was like, "What?" I wasn't in the room. What did he say? And the other guy said, well, Michael say that he saw, because why would else would you phrase it that yeah. way? And then the, the engineer was like, the mic's actually picking that up and it sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> let me just tinker with we something could, here. We could actually, let me see if we, actually sounds pretty good in the song. And then the, huh. the record executives were like, I think we could sell this. Yeah, of course the record is, oh, the record executives. Ugh. Awful. All they care about is the Awful. green, green paper. They think music's a green, green money machine. It's like, <laughs> this is our art. This is not a green, green money machine. Yeah. Our music has is not a green, green money machine at all. Our passion is not <laughs> your green, green money machine. <laughs> God, well, now that now I feel my ass is chapped. Well, let's take a break and I can tend to my chapped ass over here. Yeah, everyone put a little balm on your buns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks, we're back talking mimosas, and I think Tim has the grand mimosa up and rolling. I do. I I made another mimosa. I splashed the top with a little floater of Grand Marnier. Does he like it? Yeah, yeah. You know, when remember at the defunct restaurant Mexico City, we used to get the the Cadillac Margarita, had a little floater of Grand Marnier on top. Oh, yeah, I saw Kristen Stewart there. That's right. My plan, my, my grand plan, she was there with one of her friends. I was newly single and I had just started a Tinder and I was going to go up to them and be like, hey, what do you think of my Tinder profile? Oh, that's a pretty good conversation starter. <laughs> they, they look at it and they say, um, it's disgusting. The pictures are gross. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's hideous. It's worse than you in real life. I'm actually hey. glad I didn't do it because, I mean, I, I figure that that she could just lacerate me. <laughs> yeah. She, she, <laughs> I saw Jack McBrayer there once and uh, we had just I had just seen him at a party. I think Ackerman's holiday party. I saw him there. And I think I, within a group, was talking to him or whatever. Yeah. And then when I saw him at Mexico City, I walked by and I go, oh, hey, Jack. And he's, he goes, wait, I don't know who you are. <laughs> in, hey, in, cool. the polite, in the politest, like, yeah. oh, I, I should know you because you're saying hello. And he's like, who are you? Dude, that's a cool move. I like that. Just, yeah. just coming right out with it. Well, hold on. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I was like, um, oh, I guess we really didn't have much of a conversation after all. He gave me a really McBrayery uh, line one time. I met him at a party out on a balcony and talked to him for a few minutes. And then I said, uh, okay, I'm, it was like a um, industry party. And hey, then I nice. said, all right, great meeting you. I'm going to go inside and network. And then he goes, oh, I do not like you. <laughs> but like he knew you were kidding, right? I hope. He, he, he knew I was kidding. And then also he was right to not like a guy pretending to be. Um, this Grand Mimosa, uh, I, I love Grand Marnier. So this would be something, but I should have just put less OJ to make room for it. You know, now I just have a double sweet. O- mm. Orange on top of orange, a mm. little, uh, come on. I got to toast you for the grand mimosa. <laughs> Enough nonsense. Huh? Okay. What do we think of the mimosa? Well, I like it. I'll drink it when everyone at the table with me is having bottomless mimosas and it's a 
or it's a deal that goes along with the brunch. But I just can't imagine opting for it over a bloody, the most delicious, savory, spicy treat of the morning. I am, uh, I stated very clearly uh, earlier on this podcast, this was not my favorite drink. I actually do not really like this drink. That said, if it's, like Tim saying, if it's brunch time and it's mimosa time, it's like we're all doing mimosas. Yeah, hey, get in here. We're having we're having a great time. More better fun than you ever had. Yes, I will have the mimosa. Yes, do not not invite me to brunch. I will have your drink as long as you get me the drink. I will drink yeah. it. Well, uh, I'll say this too. I think I like a Bloody Mary better. Yeah, it's more fun. You get to put vegetables in it. You get to decorate it however you like. This thing doesn't even have ice cubes in it. That's true. That's how uh, low down this gets. I will say uh, we'll do Bloody Mary some other time, so I won't. But, uh, I won't. But I'm surprised, Mike, that you that you come right out and say you don't like this. I feel like this is uh, one of the better tastes. I mean, taste wise, it's a it's you gotta like if you're if you're taste but if you're tasting something, there is a point where all of a sudden it goes into not liking it, right? So, <laughs> that, does, that does happen. So yeah, I, you know, I like on the scale of like and dislike, it's a dislike. Yeah. It's a dislike. I get it yes. because you would think. Well, Tim, you gotta help me understand what's what this. Okay, is, which, <laughs> what's your friend saying? Yeah, we need Mike, play, you take a little break. Mike, Jeff, let me explain this. There's no talking you, to this guy. He has no idea to understand. No, no, no. You two. He let doesn't me understand moderate. the slide and scale. I explained it to him perfectly. Hey, look, your friends. You're not gonna ruin it all over this drink. Um. Duts, you and I are thinking Mike loves orange juice, so he'll probably love this orange juice cocktail. He loved the tequila sunrise, Calm did down. he not? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, yes, yes. But here's the thing. To, to Mike, this is a beautiful glass of orange juice spoiled. <laughs> you know, we took a drink he loved and we debased it. Uh, and if and you we, ever offer me one, I'm going to take this flute and shove it straight up there. You're fucking. Oh, all right, all right, all right, right, all right. Get away from me. All right. right. Okay. <laughs> Cooler heads. Cooler heads. Hey, everyone, take a sip of a Bloody Mary and cool down. <laughs> Which I have already made right here for this <laughs> very thing. Well, I guess, Tim, if you put it that way, I guess I can sort of understand where Mike's coming from. Thank you. So, are you, Jeff, are you a yes, I'm ordering this again? Yes, I'm having a million of these. <laughs> On your own accord? Yes. In your yes. own Honda Accord? <laughs> yes. yes. In your own. All right. Okay. I think we've gotten off the rails. I would only choose a couple of drinks over this. If we're talking if we're talking breakfast, this is number two. Yeah. Well, there's just that's not all, much. That's all I'm saying. Until we much. have the bullshot beef drink and you love it. Yeah, that's true. That's funny that that's a breakfast drink. Yow. There should be more brunch drinks. Everybody tweet at us and Instagram us and let us know what you drink for breakfast because I'm at a loss. I don't I don't usually love coffee, Irish coffees, and yeah. I'm, I'm at a loss, but I want especially savory drinks like a Bloody Mary. I got to say, like a seltzer probably could work its way into uh, a brunch. A hard seltzer? Yeah. That's right. Sure. Right. Oh, I just remembered one. You guys know Salazar in Frogtown? Fantastic brunch place. Ribbit, yeah. ribbit, yeah. <laughs> they've got, not only do they have a great michelada, they've got a green michelada where they used green peppers and cucumber and stuff, and it's a beer with a green tinge. It's Ooh. very good. Because it's Frogtown? Because it's Frogtown. <laughs> Everything there, I guess, like the mayor said that you have to have 
you know, the color of the food. If it's possible. Yeah, it's not a law, but he just, he went there and he's like, please, if you could throw me a bone. (laughs) Have you guys heard of this movie, Hell Comes to Frogtown? No. Uh, No. It came out the same year as They Live, and it also stars Rowdy Roddy Piper. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's like a post-apocalyptic Mad Max thing, and he's one of the few fertile men left. And he's got to, uh, he's got to go rescue this like harem of women who've been captured by quote unquote frog town. And it's like people, they're mutants because it's the future and everything's all, uh, nuclearized, but they're like basically Ninja Turtles costumes. Oh. They're all, there's these anthropomorphic frogs. That's why it's called frog town in the movie. But I don't know. Is it, is it based on the place in LA or what? <laughs> they would have to know. I mean, LA is a film town. But like that's a cool, fun movie. I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's not nearly as good as They Live, but check it out. <laughs> oh, you want us to give all of our money straight to Bezos, don't you? No, no, Tim is not like that. Guys, I just made another Grand Mimosa with a lot less OJ and more Grand Marnier. It's delicious. A brunch treat that can't be beat. Wait, Jeff, this, this Hell Comes to Frogtown is in 88. Yeah, man. Oh, I thought you said the same. Okay. It's the same year as they live. Ah. I don't think LA's Frogtown neighborhood was called Frogtown yet back then. I think there actually was a thing where the river overflowed and there were frogs in the town and then hmm. that happened. Yikes. A oh, river runs through it. No, no, you didn't listen. Well, folks, you want to read some mail? Not yeah. folks. Not folks. <laughs> the folks don't get a say. Well, hosts. That, they probably said yes, though. My boys. You want to read some mail? Yeah. I'd love to. Read the mail. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, uh, this email is from Connor. Connor Bailey? Hmm. I like... <laughs> oh boy. Hey, slop jocks. Long-time listener, first-time Scrivener. Okay. Right. You've covered drinks that are featured in film and television, which got me thinking about fictional bars. If you could choose any fictional bar to get toasty in, what would it be? Thanks for the yucks. Connor in L.A. Oh, this is good. It was Fezziwig's a bar. That was just his party, right? That was just his party at his at his business. Okay. Okay. Nice try. Really? Old Fezziwig? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I don't know be... what his business was. Maybe it was a restaurant or a tavern or something. I like to think that it was. I'm trying to think of like what that would like a a, a bar version of that that I've seen in a movie. You wouldn't want to party it up at Cocktails and Dreams? <laughs> oh, that would be fun. I get to see the the guys from uh, the movie. <laughs> Oh, I have one. The strip club where Natalie Portman wears a pink wig in closer. <laughs> you you turn this into a perverted paradise. What? I'm horny. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't oh, realize I that you were horny. Hmm. Um, I like a... Did you guys ever see Trees Lounge directed by Mark, uh, uh, Steve Buscemi? No. Buscemi directs? Oh, Buscemi directs. This is way back... This is a pre-Sopranos directing, because he directed some of those. It's a good daytime bar. Well, hey, how about Moe's Tavern? Hey, hey, that's fun. Get to hang out with Homer. That's kind of a that's kind of a bummer place, though, I think. I think I could liven it up. I'd like to go to where Harry Potter and his friends got all that butterbeer. Oh, that's pretty good. Wasn't that their school? I think in the town in, in Hogsmeade. Ooh, wait, is butter, <laughs> does butterbeer have alcohol in it? Uh, you know, I think it did. <laughs> and because they're British, it's okay, right? Because they're, they're like 17 or whatever. Huh, that's a good question. I always thought maybe it had, some, or it was like fake beer or something. Anyway, I'd rather go, I'd like to go to 
Hogsmeade, have some butter beers with Harry and the gang, and splash mine in with a little extra <laughs> whiskey. Daniel Radcliffe, come on the show. Come on the show and defend talk yourself. to us. Tell us where you guys drank and if it was legal. You know what it would be a good place to drink is Martini's Bar from It's a Wonderful Life, but not in the happy version of Bedford Falls, in the kind of evil Biff version of Bedford Falls, ah. when they're mean and they're like, hey, look, I'm giving out <laughs> I'm giving out angel wings. Uh, kick this guy out of here. The, oh, the Pottersville version. The Pottersville hard-nosed hangout. That's where I want to go. You know, I would not like to have a drink at the uh, Gremlins 1 bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Uh, Gremlins is a funny thing because they are murderers, but they're also pranksters. Yeah. So on the one hand, you're like, ah, yes, in the tradition of the old Gremlin, they are tricksters. But one of the tricks they pull is murder. <laughs> murder most foul. <laughs> but the bar, the bar scene is one of the few things where it's just like, it does seem fun for a second before I'm <laughs> back to scared. <laughs> and it, goes, it goes on for quite a while. <laughs> they're, they're bar shenanigans. And it does have that Muppet quality where they just kind of like put the puppets up on the rafters and on the ceiling fan. And it's like, wow, this place is (laughs) fucking crazy. (laughs) Ceiling fan's an easy one. It's like, just get his hands on there and turn that fan on. I'm going to watch that after we record this. (laughs) I might watch that too. But you just reminded me, speaking of creatures, how about drinking at the Mos Eisley Cantina on Tatooine? (gasps) That wretched hive of scum and villainy? Greedo shot first. (laughs) You you guys are so uh, snobbish. I think that if you had spent a long day getting power converters at the Tachi station, you'd like to sidle up to that bar and have a drink. <laughs> if you've got a question for the boys, email us at the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the sloppy boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also be sure to check out our Patreon where subscribers can unlock the sloppy boys blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Best of wishes in the new year from the bottom of our hearts. And make yourself a resolution. And hey, stick to it, you dumb shit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Give it up,